the NBA season barely started and we already have two overtime games, a 50-point game, a couple of posters for sure, and also a couple of injuries. Islanders, Royal Hoopers, Quara are really, really dominating. They are the top guns over there in Lauren. First team ever from the Savannah Conference to win the Zenit Basketball League. The NBA season barely started and we already have two overtime games, a 50-point game, a couple of posters for sure, and also a couple of injuries. We knew it was going to be entertaining, but I bet no one expected it to kick off like this. Those opening games have been something else. Just two days of basketball and we've been blessed with classics. The one game that everyone was waiting to see was Lakers and Clippers, the battle for LA. And it lived up to the expectations of most people. It lived up to the hype. They came out to ball. It was like playoff intensity from the beginning to the end. The Lakers looked good. They were not great, but they looked good. With LeBron leading the charge, AD, and Danny Green coming up, scoring 5 of 5, I think in the third quarter, it was outstanding. Some people are already clamoring on their asses, like, why would they lose their first game? But it's just a simple answer. Yo, the Clippers were better that night. 60 to 19 bench scoring. That's 60 to 19. That's a huge gap. Out of 100 and something points, your bench score 60. And your other bench scores 19. You can imagine. It's not rocket science. It's not rocket science on why they won. Kawhi dropped 30. Lou Williams was just being Lou Williams, comes off the bench <laughs> and sources on everybody. And the rest of the guys also did their bit. They came to the party. I must say that the Clippers look scary. And I, this is no joke. This is like a warning to the league. This will happen without Paul George. And they played so well. What if Paul George comes back from injury? Uh, something is about to pop up, for real. Other games that we had, like um, Toronto Pelicans, which was one of the first games, one of the openers as well, um, it was also a banger. Siakim, I feel, is ready to be the face of the franchise. He played remarkably well, although he fouled out towards the end of the game, he had already done his bit. Freddie Van Fleet was just being Freddie from the finals. He, he, he just turned up when he needed to. They do not look bad at all. And the Pelicans also gave a good account of themselves. Like Everybody wanted to see Zion. Yes, everyone in the whole world wanted to see Zion. But unfortunately, Zion is out with injuries. I think he's going to be out for six to eight weeks. Return meniscus injury. And my own prayer is this does not become a problem later in his career. He has so much weight, so athletic. And we all know how knee injuries, how terrible they could be if they are not taken care of. But on the flip side, this gives the other rookies like a red start for the Rookie of the Year trophy. Because most people have already given it to Zion. Even without playing an NBA game, people are saying Zion is the Rookie of the Year. I do not feel that way. There are a lot of sleepers in this year's draft. The likes of um, Casinero Edwards of the Celtics. Matthias Taibou, defensive player for Sixers. Cam Reddish, that's one of my favorite guys from the draft here. He plays for the Atlanta Hawks. PJ Washington is also a good pick from Kentucky, but my own pick, oh, this is just my opinion. Tyler Hero, 
will have a remarkable season and will probably be the rookie of the year. I think he's surrounded with a lot of guys with girths. And from what I watched the other night, he is not backing down for anybody. He went at Michael Carter Williams during the preseason game. This boy shoots the lights out. That was why he was drafted in the first place. And he also knows how to use angles, get to the bucket. He's not the most athletic guy, but he knows how to get the job done. That's my own pick for the Rookie of the Year. Um, I know a lot of guys are like, yeah. Tyler, what the hell? There's also Jamarant and stuff like that, but still, that is my own pick, it's my opinion. Um, Uncle Drew dropped 50. <laughs> I want to pick out a line from the um, sports show, The Jump. Is this nothing, something, or everything? I think it's something. It's not easy to drop 50 on your first game of the season in the freaking NBA. For Christ's sake, this is the toughest league in the world. For a team that is not with a comp their complete peace, which is KD being injured and they're trying to walk around things, hoping they get to the playoffs and have a deep playoff run. It, it's refreshing that someone is willing to take the scoring load like Kyrie did the other night. Um, I like the way some players looked off the jump, like Derrick Rose looked like MVP Derrick Rose that we used to know, fast, decisive, he was getting to his spots. He looked really good. Luca and Porzingis, they combined for 57 against the Wizards. That is one European connection that we'll have to watch out for later on. Donovan Mitchell coming off a wonderful performance in the FIBA World Cup. He scored 32 last night on OKC. And yes, OKC has CP3. It's still weird to me that CP3 is with OKC. But he also did his bit. He had 22, 8, and 3. Um, Jokic also, who was in foul trouble in the first quarter of the game. I don't know how you get three fouls in the first quarter of the game. He had to sit out till the third quarter. He had a game high 20 points. That's remarkable. Um, Damian Lillard, being Damian Lillard, scored 32, had eight assists, although they lost to Nuggets, but still, these guys looked ready. And also Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown looked okay. He was okay. But for a guy that just signed a, an extension for four years, 150 million. You have to be a goddamn superstar. Celtics lost that game. They could have won so, so easily. Gordon Award put on a good show. The other guys put on... But I am going to beat on the fact that this dude just signed 115 million for over four years, an extension. It's, it's outrageous the money the NBA is giving out to players right now. I think Buddy Eels signed a four-year also with um, Sacramento Kings and they got blown out by Suns. I know it's not a one-man thing, but still, these guys, you're getting paid that much. Honestly, I, I feel it is too much for some players. Like for Jalen Brown, I feel it is way too much. You don't give, he's not, they hope he becomes a superstar. But right now, you don't pay him that kind of money, man. Like, I will not give, if I was a GM or whoever is making this kind of decision, there's no way on earth I'm giving Jalen Brown 150 mil. 
I hope one day, one day, one day comes that the Nigerian League or the Nigerian Basketball Federation will spend that kind of money on players like that. Like, I know this is a long shot, but still, we have to put it out there. Players deserve more. We deserve more. The Presidential Cup, or should I say, one faction MBBF League is currently on, and I've got a lot of friends playing. I don't know how much they're going to be getting. <laughs> I have no idea what their salary is going to look like at the end of the month, but they're out there hooping their asses out. They really want the Continental and the BL ticket. And I've followed most of the games. Um, Islanders, Royal Hoopers, Quara are really, really dominating. They are the top guns over there in Laurie. Best of luck to my Jews out there, man. You guys should turn up as always. You know how we do in West Coast. I'll be black. <laughs> anyway, finally, finally, the Zenith Basketball League ended today. And for the first time in a couple of years, when I say a couple of years, I don't know how long, but from when I started watching or paying close attention to the female basketball league. It's been First Bank, Dolphins, First Bank, Dolphins, one time Deepwater because they got really big. They signed a couple of huge players, but it's always been First Bank, Dolphins. The Atlantic Conference kept on going, getting to the finals every time. But what shocked us this year? One team from the Savannah Conference said, no, this is going to stop. The Air Warriors beat First Bank in the semi-finals last night and I was on the edge of my seat. It went down to the wire. In fact, it was... I don't know how I'll say this. I felt really sad how First Bank lost the game because they were up 17 at the point. And towards the end, everything just started crumbling. One of their best players, Ifunai Okoro, got injured like one minute to go. Yeah, top scorer this season i guess is um mary and she fouled out one minute to the end so a lot of things just shook the team down the wire and they lost that game at 0.8 seconds to go i feel for coach Leto, but that's basketball sometimes you win some sometimes you lose some and the air warriors got to face MFM, who have been in the semi-finals a couple of years after getting making their debut. Although MFM lost to Air Warriors in the finals, they had a good run. This was a wonderful season for them. They had to work their ass to that point. After being in the semis over the years, they got back and they were had a shot at the title. Congratulations to Air Warriors. They were remarkable as well. The first team ever from the Savannah Conference to win the Zenith Basketball League. Hats off to them, hats off to all the teams. I hope next season is going to be bigger than this because the competition was massive. I said it in my last episode that like, this is probably the best or the most competitive playoffs we've ever seen in a while for the Female Basketball League. And that's a wrap. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. Thank you for listening to me mumble a lot of words. Subscribe to the podcast and I'll be in your ears next week on Friday. Stay frosted, my people. Peace.